welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. You're joining us for what is typically our post-NXT AEW show. We'll get into that in a bit. But uh, this week we're doing Fighter Fest, night one. So we'll get into that in a bit after some news. Uh, but just, you know, introductions. Uh, I'm Pat. I am your Deep Six Wrestling Champion, the glorious Robbie Rotten. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ryan. And I'm Joey. Yes, so, uh, yeah, well, first things first, before we do any news, I don't really, there's not really too much news besides, like, the Renee Young and Moxley situation, um, and some Impact stuff, uh, so we are doing a bit of a refocusing here with, uh, the podcast and our content, we, uh, we, we had a discussion last night at probably, like, between the hours of one or, one and two of, like, the morning, um, while I was asleep, hey, yeah, while I Ryan was asleep, like, he missed all this, it was, like, around midnight. It's okay. It was it was like four a.m. Um, yeah, and come to the decision that with some of us being uh, more disenfranchised with the WWE product and even NXT to to, to some regards, um, that we are we're going to be kind of refocusing on what we're covering here to reflect more of what we're all interested in. So, like me, for example, I really only care about AEW and New Japan, so that's what I'll be watching. Uh, Ryan and Angelo are going to be watching Impact, and we'll be doing. Uh, I don't know if it'll stay a weekly thing, but they're going to be doing impact reviews, basically. Of uh, I, I do they have a show name or is it just Impact Wrestling? It is Impact Wrestling on Axis TV. There you go. So they'll be doing that, um, and I believe those two are going to be doing predictions as your, for Slam anniversary as, <laughs> as the biggest Impact uh, fan uh, after yeah. one night after uh, one day yeah. of wrestling. I've watched three well, wrestling shows today. It's beautiful. Yeah, that is true. That is yeah. true. It's the um, most wrestling I've watched in years. In, I don't know about that. It was only six hours. When you watch a whole wrestling decades. it's longer. Decades. Yeah, decades. Um, but so, yeah. So basically, we're kind of just refocusing to... I'm just going to keep using the term refocusing and hope it doesn't, you know, grow old. But we're just going to kind of talk about what we want to talk about and hope that it becomes more entertaining and we're more engaged with it. Cause if you go back and listen to the, the episodes where me and Joey were covering NXT, I feel like it was just us shitting on NXT for like 40 minutes and the entire two hours of that show. I just wanted to like walk off a bridge. Uh, the shows weren't really enjoyable. There were high spots like with Dexter Loomis and like carrying Cross's debut, but for the most part, like I just wasn't into it. Um, and then there was like vice versa, like Ryan and Rob. There was the one, a couple of the AEW shows they watched where it was just squ- a bunch of squash matches. They didn't enjoy that. Um, so yeah, we're kind of just gonna try and cover stuff that we want to talk about, and hopefully, you know, that'll make the the content more enjoyable for everybody. For us recording it, it'll feel less like work. And for anybody listening, maybe you'll find more enjoyment in us actually caring about what we're talking about. Uh, so. In that same sense, we're changing how we're doing predictions. Uh, we're going to be doing predictions kind of differently. Where uh, we're like, so still up in the air. We're still trying to figure out how everything's going to work. But basically, uh, with something like Extreme Rules coming up, it happens to be on the same weekend of Slammiversary, and I'm still waiting to hear back from Sam. He's the last person. Uh, I don't think on, Sam on, knows what wrestling is anymore. I don't think he does either. But uh, we're trying to decide on what show we want to predict, if it's going to be Slammiversary or Extreme Rules. And basically, whichever one it is, everybody doesn't have to predict it. The only person who has to predict it is the current champion, which is It Rob. is me. Is the vote yeah. split right now? The vote is split, so we're waiting on Sam. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, so basically how this is working is uh, we're doing this thing where it's like 
the champion will always defend on whatever shows we predict. So if Rob's champion now and he and we do Impact, he's gonna he's gonna predict Impact. If it's Extreme Rules, he's gonna predict that. And then whatever the next pay per view is, uh, Dominion for New Japan, he'll be predicting New Japan, and so on and so forth. So it's kind of like there's kind of like a champion's curse where you have to like always do predictions if you're the champion, whereas everybody else doesn't have to do predictions. Like so, like they don't have to risk themselves for the punishment, but mm-hmm. you can also opt in to predict every show, obviously, if you want. Um, and that way you have a shot at the championship. And so we have made the requirement that you will have, we'll, we will all be doing predictions for the big four WWE shows as well as AEW all out since that's like their big WrestleMania show. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be interesting, but hopefully is all are... out. I feel like double or nothing could be considered that too. No, I would say all out's more of their big thing. Cause like all in was their first event. Mm, I say yeah, we should like also big... throw in double or nothing. Yeah. If we're doing big four. Yeah. If we're doing yeah. big four. Yeah, okay. We can do double or nothing and all. I feel like double fine. or nothing's a, like a yeah, big Yeah. So the big two, the big two for them. Um, so uh, yeah, personally, that's... I plan on keeping up with all of it. So. Yeah, and so that's Rob. And so again, yeah, that's Rob's thing. So like, Rob, I loves... like wrestling. So yeah, exactly. So I like um, New Japan. I like AEW. I like WWE, and maybe I'll try to get into Impact. So we'll see. Yeah, and Northeast so... Wrestling. Okay, Northeast now shout out Northeast. Wrestling. Gone too damn far. And I love <laughs> Northeast wrestling. wrestling. I will if I win the title. I will put my line on. I'll put my belt on the line for Northeast Wrestling. You know, I don't uh, even know when their events are. Whenever their event is, whenever it comes back, if it ever does. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so st- stick uh, with it. Sorry, Pat. No, can no, you resend no. Sam the link? Yes, I will resend it to Sam in a second. Um, whatchamacallit. Uh, so yeah, so stick with us. It's going to be kind of uh, all over the place while we try and figure this out. It might be a little messy at the start, but hopefully it just becomes more fun for everybody. And like Sam, who doesn't keep up with everything, it should make his life easier, especially because he's going back to work now. Um, I just sent him the predictions as well. Or not the predictions, the voting thing. Uh, so yeah, so again, just wanted to get that out of the way. Oh, also, the the changes in, we're doing a champion's advantage thing, because normally we have uh, punishments with predictions, and typically everybody gets to vote on that. And to balance this out, since the champion has to always predict, they're also going to be the ones choosing the punishments. So it's no longer voting of everybody. So you know, it gives uh, it gives winning the title a little more meaning, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's basically that. Uh, anybody have anything to say on that? Nope. I uh, I'm fine with it. I'm for it. Yep. Everyone yeah. should be yeah. happy with what they're watching. So yes. yeah. So all right. So and uh, what only... we're watching is Northeast wrestling. Yeah, Northeast oh. wrestling. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so okay. Before we end the news, also. Uh, New Japan coverage, we'll be doing our reviews of night five and six of the New Japan Cup tomorrow, which is on Thursday, uh, and Ryan and Angela, I believe, are also doing their impact review on Thursday, so you might be in two shows on Thursday, so watch out for whatever you like, um, and then we'll be doing nights, uh, seven and eight of the New Japan Cup sometime over the weekend, probably, or early next week before, uh, the finals and Dominion. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Will, we'll also... will the finals in Dominion be one show? Um, no, or probably not. Because be I think I think the final the finals might depending on who's around for the finals. We might just do a quick final show, and then Dominion should be its own thing since that's a much bigger show. Um, for me, so we'll figure that out when it comes next week. Um, but besides that, and the next Wednesday we'll have Fighter Fest Night Two uh, with our group again here tonight. Um, so yeah. 
that's about it for that. And then the only real news to mention here is the whole Moxley Renee Young situation where Renee Young tested positive for COVID and then John Moxley was home. And uh, so he's stayed home. Apparently he was advised to go stay in a hotel, but he decided he didn't want to like, you know, leave his wife alone. So he's staying home. He's been tested twice, still negative. So that's a good sign for him. Um, and she's been kind of vocal on social media that she thinks she's past the worst of it. So that's also a good sign. Uh, so hopefully they both stay healthy and um, that we'll talk more about Moxley later on when it gets to, his announcement for fighter fest um but yeah it's good to it's good to know that they're both doing okay no uh you know as long as nobody dies uh pat you should now be able to announce whether we are going to be doing slammiversary or extreme rules oh you know what's great the fact that sam didn't text me back he texted you <laughs> yeah well right. yeah well all right, what are we doing? We will be predicting WWE Extreme Rules, everybody. The oh, sorry. horror show. Yeah, I oh, want sorry. to confirm that myself. Rob told Sam to pick Extreme Rules because he texted me saying that. I did. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, he would have picked Extreme Rules anyway. Ooh. Yeah, to be fair, I can't see Sam, Sam choosing him. Well, back. <sighs> um, well I'll, so, I'm going to be doing Slammiversary picks. Just yeah, well, Ryan, yeah, so, oh, that's fine. No, yeah, absolutely. There's no reason yeah, you should. Ryan and Angelo will be doing Slammiversary predictions when they talk Impact in a couple weeks. Yeah, because so, it's still. If I, if I catch up a little away. bit, I might even do it too. Not official predictions, but. I yeah. Don't know. We'll see. The car, I'm the personally looking... going to opt out of doing Extreme Rules. Um. Wow, doesn't want to take his first loss. Yeah, doesn't want to take his first loss. Um, I'll probably, I'll no, see, I'll, I'll see. I really wanted something different and we yeah. didn't get something different. So I am going to, well, to be fair and protest. I think roles. it would have been too soon to do impact considering we are just starting this and impacts pay-per-view is only three weeks away. So yeah, eight, 18 days away. Oh, 18 Come days on. Away. Considering um, nobody knows anything about impact except for oh, Ryan, who's said. now caught. I just said, yeah. I yeah, mean, the card it. look the card looks absolutely stacked. If I could run it down real quick, no, no, us. no, no, no. You can run it down tomorrow when you and Angelo talk about it. <laughs> we have tonight's AEW, got the, tonight, tonight's yeah. AEW, buddy. Hey, I mean, um, I think AEW, that's news. AEW. Um, no. no, no. You can again. You're gonna have a whole show about it tomorrow, where you guys can just talk yeah. all Impact stuff. I do so, have yeah. to say though, be, it would be a disservice for me not to say that it, like if you don't check out our review, at least please check out Tommy Dreamer's promo that he cut yesterday because by God, is it beautiful? It's just a great promo from a, a vet who can confirm. I watched it and it is actually yeah. very good. I question uh, why his head was bleeding, but. Brian told me why, but it was it was good. Yeah, it, I, I thought that the way that Impact put it on like social media, like it didn't tell the whole story. Like it was very random. Why? Yeah, Tommy I thought he Dreamer just like, came out, just showed out, and his head and was, and was just like, bleeding. bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh god. Um, yeah, like that. That was a little weird, especially like if they like because they tried to make it so like more people who like wouldn't follow, uh, who don't don't follow Impact would be like, oh man, Tommy Dreamer. Um, yeah. but yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very, very impassioned promo, uh, from a, a guy who has a lot of really good vocal and talent work. Uh, so yeah. So folks, if you want to learn more about Tommy Dreamer, uh, 
tune in tomorrow for Angelo and Ryan's uh, impact review. Yes. yes. Yeah. I also think that something we should uh, definitely try and do is come up with some more uh, creative names for these different shows for like the AEW show, Ryan and Angelo's impact show, and then whatever we do for new Japan. So, yeah, I think Ryan, Ryan and Angelo's impact show sounds perfect. That's that's uh, sure, man. Anyway, <laughs> it can be like the Brian and Vinny show when that, oh, yeah. when that was yeah. a thing. I'm pretty Me, sure that's um, still a thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Ryan, Ryan, anyway, Ryan and anyway, Ange- anyway, Ryan and Andy. anyway, Anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyway, AEW Fighter Fest Night One was tonight. And was that's it? what we're here to talk about, not Ryan and Angie. Uh so <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Fighter Fest, everybody. Uh, okay, yeah, so let's do it. It happens. So this is night one of a t- of a two two night, like two week special, uh going head to head with NXT's Great American Bash, as everybody knows. Uh so we chose to watch Fighter Fest, obviously, uh, as should be apparent by the title of this podcast episode. Uh, so, real quick, um, they opened up. We had a nice kind of unique set. It was the typical Dynamite set, but they had palm trees. They had girls in bikinis. They had some beach stuff. Uh, Justin Roberts was wearing, as Joey called it, monk gear. Um, and, and there was just some... Everybody monk. was just like... Okay. Everybody... At first glance, I thought it was monk gear, but it's more of like a vacation outfit. Like I legitimately didn't island. know who he was at first. I was like, <laughs> who's that guy? He was the monk. Monk Roberts. Um, so yeah, so there were some interesting like differences between this and a regular Dynamite, at least in terms of production. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see a and their intro doing their their intro package too. I didn't turn the show on until after the intro package. So oh, so the intro I package, did, but I don't remember it. Yeah, so the intro package it had the normal Dynamite theme, but it ran down the entire card instead and like showcased um like the leading up to the fe- like the feuds. So like it had for um for tra- uh the tag team title match uh it had like uh best friends in some of their matches and Omega and uh Paige I couldn't think of Paige's name for a second I don't know why um gotcha uh, okay so it was just a slightly it, different intro yeah yeah but like I said it ran through each match yeah, which yeah. I thought was really cool uh, and the first match we got was uh, MJF and Wardlow taking on Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt at ringside. Uh, I thought this was a really solid opener. It was really fast-paced, really fun stuff. Uh, nice follow-up to Wardlow versus Luchasaurus and their Lumberjack from Matt, uh, last week, which I thought was one of the better Lumberjack matches I can remember. Um, and yeah, uh, I did not like MJF's pink gear. I thought it was kind of an eyesore. And this is coming from somebody who likes the color pink. I just did not like it on him. Yeah, it, uh, it was like a weird material too. It didn't. Yeah. Like, well, that yeah, was, that was not, that was not for me, chief. Um, but yeah, as a, as, as a match, I thought it was really fun. Everybody here kind of clicks jungle boy and MJF have really good chemistry and Wardlow yeah. and Luchasaurus have really good chemistry. And yeah. I think both, both teams have good chemistry as team units. So, uh, yeah. good stuff. Uh, they continue to tease dissension here with MJF and Wardlow, so it looks like we are kind of heading towards a collision course between these two at some point. Probably, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens sooner rather than later. Yep. Um, and MJF takes his first loss of the year. Yeah, that is it, true. Albeit in tag action, but still. And he wasn't pinned. Yeah, he, yes, he, he, yeah. He's, yeah he's still, still, he's still claiming loss. that yeah. he hasn't been defeated. 
Which yes. is fair. Yes. Yeah. But, As one does. But um, I think that his first loss will come to uh, Wardlow once they split. Well, that could um, be good storytelling. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Because I feel like, again, I feel like Wardlow would benefit more from winning than MJF would. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. MJF's kind of yeah. a made man, whereas Wardlow still needs to, like, prove himself. Yeah. I oh, mean, at this match, this match, I think, really showed us uh, a lot of Wardlow. Um, I bro, agree. If you haven't what seen he's the, capable if you, of. If you haven't seen um, the Lumberjack match Well, yes, yeah, I haven't. I missed that. So yeah, I, I haven't watched it. Oh, my time, God. Yeah. Bro, he was busting out Hurricane Ranas and stuff. Yeah, that's insane. It's like, yeah, Wardlow does not look like a guy who can do that. Um, Wardlow. So, Wardlow, I think, could be a future world champ. Yeah, Wardlow's, oh, Wardlow's yeah, impressing me lately. He had that great yeah. uh, cage match with Cody. He had the great lumberjack match last week, and he was part of this. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Wardlow's three for three with me. Yeah, Wardlow. Um, I, I'm just saying. I think it's like the week for big men be, because, like, they Luchasaurus, I thought really impressed me in this as well. Yeah, and like you said last week, um, it's been what seven days, eight days since their matchup, and that was a highlight for you last week, correct? Uh, yeah. So Yeah, I think we now. forget how uh, athletic uh, Luchasaurus is as well. Yeah, for, for, I don't think we see him big enough, guy. actually. Yeah, we don't. I, That's yeah. what I'm I also agree with that. Yeah, I, it just kind of, hopefully that changes. <laughs> that is yeah, the one downside. That is the one life. downside to AEW's tag division being so stacked is that some of these teams don't always get the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um... But I can't complain that their tag division has so much depth and just is, like, stacked to the gills. Um, yeah, but agreed. it's nice to see these guys getting a, a nice showcase here, and everybody looked good coming out of this. Um, yeah. So this gets a big thumbs up for me as the start to the show. Yeah, I um, thought it was a good opener. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Jurassic Express picked up the win here. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, good for them. They needed it. I feel like they've lost a lot lately, especially Jungle Boy. Yeah, that is yeah. that is 100% fair. Um. Was it after this match, or where was the thing about the puppy battle royale? I feel like that was after this. <laughs> oh, that was after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So there, I, like I cannot. A... This is my most looked forward to thing for next yes. week. Next so week. they, so they announced. Best thing in wrestling they history. had, like, a weird, like, countdown thing. I mean, how could you hate like, puppies? Yeah, no, I guess that's true. But so there was a <laughs> countdown, and it was, like, announcing something for next week, like a surprise announcement for Fighter Fest Night 2. And for then it was after. Like, for after Fighter Fest 2. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then it revealed the AEW's Puppy Battle Royale. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how this is going to work or what this is. I don't need to know anything more about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I've That's seen, I, I, I questioned the Puppy Bowl when I first found out about that. And the Puppy Bowl is fantastic. You know what? Fair enough. Um, so, and, hey, it and it's better like than it's playing being, uh, the longest yard after. Uh, you know, AW, no, you stop so. that. The hey, I just yard, had Stone the longest... Cold Steve Austin talking to Adam Sandler on my screen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the what longest they said. yard my is, is a off, fantastic but... Adam Sandler movie. Whoa. Oh. The, the longest yard is funny. It's good. It's, it's, it's so good. I I'm not sure if so that's good. Terry Crews or Titus O'Neil, but either way. I'm happy. <laughs> I would say it's a guilty it's pleasure. Got all, it's got an all star cast. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. An all star cast doesn't mean it's great. The cast actually has to be good in it to be. I mean, Chris Rock and Adam Sandler deliver. Okay, okay, not guys. Stop. I mean, it doesn't this have, is not it doesn't a film, have David Spade. This so. is not a film review oh. of <laughs> The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to check out, that's all. We're going to be doing a new podcast after this one. It's The Longest Yard podcast, where every week we review With the Longest Yard. Yeah, with puppies. Anyway, they're doing a puppy battle royale. I don't know what this is going to be, but sure. 
so that that'll be something. Uh, if it actually happens, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think it's not going to happen. That would be weird to promote that and then not do I, it. I mean, it could be like a joke thing. I don't know how you do an actual. No, I don't think. Royal. I think they're going to do it. Yeah. How I do you know. how do you do an actual puppy bowl? That's. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, so yeah. yeah. We come back from commercial, and then um, our next match. Oh, we had uh, Lance Archer and Joey Janela got into it at ringside, setting up mm-hmm. some more beef for their match because Lance Archer attacked Joey Janela last week. Uh, and then we got that into the women's hard hitting. They're going to kill be each other. Fun. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. That should be a car crash to the best degree. Like it should, um, be, it should be like a street fight kind of. Uh... Like yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't they, announce like a stipulation. To, yeah, they, I feel like that might be a match that they add a stipulation because yeah. of what's what happened. Don't yeah, they, like, could, oh, they, they could add it on dark next week. To be honest, or the day of, like true, that could be. I mean, I I feel like that's going to be either the match that starts off the night or the match right before the or like right in the middle because it can't go too late, and it's definitely not the main event. Yeah, well, obviously it's not the main event. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyway, up next on the show was Hikaru Shida defending against uh, Penelope Ford for the AW Women's World Championship. Uh, Kip Sabian is out with Penelope Ford as expected, but uh, I'm pretty sure he just gets like ejected right away, right? Yep, he's uh, yeah, immediately he, ejected he, by Aubrey. Yeah, because he pushed uh, Shida. Yeah, yeah, and that would come back later. Uh, Kip Sabian returns later in the match. He leaves also- with her kendo stick. Yes, in his mouth. Yeah. Um, hey man, that's not that's not sanitary. Um, exactly. Anyway, wrestling's not match, sanitary. It's yeah, fine. Wrestling's not sanitary. That's true. Uh, anyway, I really enjoyed this match. This continues AEW's trend of having really strong women's matches. I lately. will say, I think this was my match of the night. Um, I think the main event was my match of the night. This would be a close second, though. I really enjoyed this. I thought this, this was, was the main event was good, but I think this was better in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I, I, was, yeah I was gonna say I I thought the the like if I could I might give them a tie like I don't like doing that but like I mean, they both they both delivered like exactly yeah. what I wanted mm-hmm. I think it, the only thing you know what I would say about this yeah. one is that it over delivered because I did not expect it to be as good as it was exactly exactly what I'm saying I didn't have any expectations because I'm not, I haven't seen much from Penelope. So like this really over delivered, and I had high expectations for the tag for the, match because yeah. I know both yeah. teams are great. So that's, that's, that's actually I think really that's why I enjoyed this more. Yeah, yeah. Um, as somebody who's kind of been saying that Penelope Ford's underrated, I'm glad that they're finally letting her wrestle and show her stuff. I thought her and Cheetah really clicked here. They had a really yes. athletic, fast paced match. Um, and so yeah, uh, you know. AEW's women's division still isn't the strongest division out there, but they're also kind of it's fighting with like yeah, and they're kind of fighting with one arm tied behind their back. Like Britt Baker's yeah. injured, Chris Statlander's injured, B Priestley's overseas, Sadie Gibbs isn't around, Riho's overseas, or Jimmy Hater's overseas. And what they pulled off tonight for like what they have was pretty well tonight, and then also double or nothing. Nyla and Cheetah was also really good. Yeah, I think two two women's matches for them of the year, without a doubt. I do want to see more of Abaddon. Yeah, Abaddon's got a really interesting look, so I'm interested to see what they're going to do with her. Anna Jay. Uh, most likely joining the Dark Order should be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Big Swole. You have... <laughs> yep, Rob doesn't like Big Swole. I'm assuming Rebel is going to eventually join the roster, and her and Britt are going to feud, probably. Yeah, uh, That would be my assumption. So, AEW, cool. they have their women. and Oh, and Allie cool. and uh, Brandy are tag-teaming now. Cool. 
And I do have to say, as somebody Whoa. who's watching more and more dark, <laughs> as somebody who's watching more and more dark, Allie is looking really good. Like she's she looks really good in the ring. Brandy, Brandy doesn't even look as bad as she used to. I don't know. Yeah, what, she's what, improved from what I saw yeah. of their match this week because I did watch um, that match. So yeah, that's cool. It looks like AEW's women's division is kind of finding its footing while being handicapped right now, mm-hmm. which is nice to see. Um, I but feel yeah, like that's so, like a thing that like happens it's one of those things where you've got to have like the next person up yeah like when your back's against the wall yeah you, you gotta, step like, up yeah. you gotta yeah. like yeah you gotta yeah. overcome so, yeah i will definitely praise AEW for this they've they've done a good job getting me to care more about their women's division lately a lot um, of truly great things in wrestling have come from backs being up against the walls yes. and just winging it you know yeah 100 percent um I think one of my best parts about this match, not one of the best parts, but just something that was really a nice thing was when Kip Sabian comes back out, he comes back with the kendo stick and Sheeta like somehow t- hits his hand and like it shoots up into the air and she catches it with one hand. Yeah, I thought uh, that was executed, great. Yeah. Executed. Executed. And then him with it. Yeah, that was, that was a good spot. Absolutely. It was so good. Great comeuppance for him. Uh, the spot where Sheeta hit the Falcon Arrow and she had been using it as a finisher again. And then Penelope kicked out and Excalibur screams, nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. And then obviously uh, Sheeta hit her with the knee strike and took the win. Really solid match. Big fan of this. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Super solid. Need more of it. Yeah. I hope that they continue to, yeah, continue to, use, yeah, continue to use Penelope as a singles wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was like a coming out party for her. She looked fantastic here. Absolutely. Yeah. And after this, we had the worst match of the night, in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. This felt like it went on about 38 minutes. Yeah, so up next we had the TNT Championship match, <laughs> oh, which was is, Cody Rhodes and Jake Hager. Rob, if you want to talk about this, I will find you a time for how long this one. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't say it was, like, the worst match or anything. It's just, like, it was too long, and they didn't really do anything. Jake Hager came out in, like, just some a random pair of boxer briefs with <laughs> yeah. his wife. Uh, well, that was, that was nice. It was cool to have his wife, I guess. You know, she, she got involved a couple times and, you know, doing some heel manager things. If that's going to be a thing going forward, that's fine. I guess it adds some depth to his character. But I don't know. It just didn't click for me. Hager is kind of just a... He's good in the ring, but he doesn't do anything exciting. I don't know. It just didn't click, and it was too long. It didn't feel... It never felt like Cody was in danger of losing either. So that kind of hurt it as well. Yeah. We also had a really weird obsession with trying to just stare at Arn Anderson, and like he really wanted yeah. to injure Arn Anderson, which oh, I thought and was then bizarre. When he very slowly pushed him down on the outside at one point. Yeah, and then like held him against the the yeah. uh, the thing, and like Cody freaked out, like he was killing the man. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he like lightly had his hands resting on his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as as someone whose favorite thing apart of like about AEW right now is. Um, the TNT title matches, this was definitely the weakest by far that they've yeah. had. That's um, fair. And I agree, with, I agree with Rob, like Jake Hager has like done some pretty like good stuff in like the inner circle. Oh, like, don't get me wrong. I like, but like what he's done with them. It just didn't click for me. He just doesn't really do much for me. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's just like, maybe it's not my style, but like, it's just, I don't know. You just, 
feels boring. It's kind. It's kind of yeah. like like he's not bad. Um, it's kind of like how like Natalia would be. Like yeah, um, yeah. Like, yes. Natalia is he's, not a bad wrestler. She's very solid. I feel and like he's just been doing the same thing. Like she's just for like, so boring long. in the ring. Yeah. Like I I've always felt this way he, about him when he was Swagger in WWE as well. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Just, but he's kind of devolved because like he like when he's not with the inner circle, he doesn't have a character. He's just I'm MMA. Yeah. Guy. Mm-hmm. Like at least with like when he was Swagger, he was I'm the real American. I'm gonna yell "We the people" every five seconds. Yeah. Um, like th- this was just like I'm like his, yeah, he's, he's absolutely his gear says it all. He's absolutely it was literally the as, most bland yeah. thing ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, however, oh. I do want to say that I, I I know I wasn't in your guys's group thing, but I I called. Like immediately that the uh, uh, Hager was going to attack the ref. Once I realized the I had never seen that ref in my life. That's fair. <laughs> oh, is it the ref? Yeah, like, oh, that's a new. We, we did remark on that that we'd never seen the ref. Yeah, and he had yeah, a like, haircut. Oh. Yeah, I was like, maybe he's a Bellator guy, and they wanted to like do cross promotion or something. And I was like, this guy's way too small. Like he's not intimidating enough to be an MMA ref. Yeah. Um yeah. he had a really he had a really strong jawline though, I do have to say that. Mm. Uh and his hair was something. Yeah. yeah. Well uh, obviously sad- Cody retained, so that's you know Yeah, sadly there. I cannot find anywhere with an official time breakdown, but I agree. They with said that it is a twenty minute time limit for TNT title matches. Yeah. Yes. I think that this match was at least like thirty three minutes. I it don't felt, know. It, it was really long. long. Yeah. Um I didn't really care about this. I checked out for the majority of this match. Yeah. Um there was yeah. an interesting finish, I guess, where like Cody I don't even know what I don't happened. even remember. Yeah. I don't remember was, what the finish was. I thought like so, Cody hit oh, like a choke slam or something and then it no, then it was that wasn't it. I was yeah, so Cody tried tried to go for the crossroads, and oh, I remember Hager, Hager reversed it into whatever the hell that move was. His, he his, was his, going his... for like a choke. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, but like he he had his like he, the commentary kept on saying he's got his arm, he's got his arm, and like that's not a choke. Like it was that that was weird. Um. Maybe, and then, to, like, they, maybe they were trying to sell it as like a Kimura or something. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. But like the whole thing was that Cody passed out on top of Hager while or Hager. No, Hager thought that Cody passed out on top of him. Yeah, because he had like, his he had his shoulders down on the mat. Yeah, so it was really a pin for Cody, but right. Hager didn't realize it. So yeah. it was it was interesting, I guess. But yeah, yeah. and then Hager. Uh, I hope this doesn't mean they're going to continue a feud. Well, it was weird because, like, I agree. I'm still confused on why Hager started celebrating when Cody's music was hitting. He yeah. didn't. He, he didn't yeah. react until he like until the ref passed him. It to yeah. Uh, like, if I hear the other person's music and the announcer saying "and still" and still don't re- no, he doesn't understand music. Yeah, he's um, never heard and, it before. Yeah, and then Hager yells at the ref, and then just straight up punches the ref right in the face, and the ref like immediately just goes limp and like 
out cold. Yep. It, it's a good way to sell the strength of Hager, but... Yeah, I'm yeah, going to give this one... and then all the refs got involved. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. I agree. Yeah, no, it was a bad... It was bad. Yeah. This was way too long. It didn't need to be that. And it's a shame, because Cody's other uh, TNT championship defense oh, has been really good. Yeah. I like yeah. his whole, like, open challenge thing. I like it. I just think this was not a hit for me. That's all. Will yeah. there be an open challenge next week? I would... Um, uh, probably not. Mm, no, with how full that card is, I don't think so. I think yeah, next I think week's probably... There's a lot of matches next week. Yeah, they basically um, replaced. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll uh, get to that. They replaced yeah. the yeah, world yeah. title match. Um, yeah. So yeah, we had that. Uh, yeah. Uh, after that, Orange Cassidy comes out and joins commentary. Also worth noting, Chris Jericho has been on commentary this whole night. We haven't even mentioned it. Yeah, he was uh, fantastic. His amazing Canada suit. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Canada Day. Uh, he was in an all Canadian suit. Uh, and again, Orange Cassidy comes out to commentary, and uh, just sits there. Yep, does just, not say a word, mind, and I love it. Mind his own business. And, acor- uh, and according to commentary, uh, it's still the same exact clothes from a week ago uh, with the blood stains and all. And, like Jer- and Jericho was like, he's too lazy to even change his own clothes. And I, I, I thought that was great. Oh, I knew something it, was, yeah. looked off about that shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. It's, I noticed that <laughs> later on. At, like when the drink when the drink was it. spilled when the yeah. like the drink was spilled on him yeah yeah now it's clicking um you can see the red I'm a big fan of the Jericho Orange Cassidy feud these guys have been kind of knocking it out of the park with that is segments. the match uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to the most hundred percent yes hundred percent yeah. agreed I'm very interested to see what they're gonna do uh I don't think Orange Cassidy's gonna win but I'm also not totally ruling I'm, it yeah, out I'm not sure yeah I because what you're all it's not like Jericho needs the win. And it would help. I, it would help make Orange Cassidy, considering that Cassidy, like he's already a made character, but like he loses his matches more often than he wins. Yeah. Um. I also wouldn't be if Orange Cassidy wins. I don't think it's going to be totally clean. I think Mike Tyson will somehow be involved. Oh in this. yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll physically be there, but I could see him on the Titan Tron or something. Or who knows, Mickey Gooch might show up with the weird eyeshadow again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows? Maybe it's going to be Mickey Gooch versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. Regardless, looking forward uh, to it. It should be great. Absolutely. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. What y'all? They're yes. actually going to build up to Jericho's going to have to face every single person that came, that came out, out with Tyson. Oh my God. Yeah, um, we're not getting Jericho and Tyson until 2025. Yeah, um, when t- when when Tyson is 59. I like it. Uh, I don't so know if anybody next... knows, it was his 54th birthday yesterday. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, up next, we have Private Party versus Proud and Powerful. Uh, this was... I don't even remember them announcing this, but this was on the show. Yes. Uh, not going to complain. Uh, Apparently, it was powerful. a number one contendership match, too. Yes, yep. which we found out. Yeah, this, so... Uh, Again, I'm happy this happened because Proud and Powerful are not used to the fullest extent that they should be in my mind. And Private Party have been killing it lately. So, also they uh, have yeah, really, match, really good match. chemistry. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot this, of fun. This match, this match, this match, this match, this match, oh my this God. match. I'm just gonna say, guys, I like the baked bean scales. This is like an eight out of ten. Uh, um, sure. And so, yeah. Uh, can I, I like can I complain about cutters here? Can, can I say that? Wait, wait to the end till we God, get to the end. Can we? Because that's because it's just um, too much. <laughs> Stop. Um, 
It's true. But yeah, these guys these guys have really good chemistry. I do hope that Proud and Powerful eventually get you know an actual push uh, push in the tag division because they are so good, so yeah. so good. Um, but Private Party they gave them the win here, uh, and it was revealed after this that they are getting a title shot next week for the winners of Best Friends versus Omega and Page. Uh, which seems to be a replacement for the world title match, which we'll get into after this. Now, Rob, what do you want to say about cutters? Um, I'm pretty sure every single match on the card had a cutter, except for maybe the main event. Um, why is uh, the cutter the go-to move now? I don't understand. It's, it's a cool move. Yeah, but yeah, it's, well, I don't know. Not, I feel like... Okay. Not why is that, the DD why it's being used, used all It's the time. being used as not only like uh, it's it's like a near fall or a finish in like a lot of matches too. So like, it's one thing to use it. Like, I don't know as a regular transition move or something. Who's been using it as a finisher. Uh, it finished a match tonight in yeah, the private, private party part. and Santana and Ortiz match. Uh, it was a near finisher. fall in, it is one of Cody's signature moves, the Cody cutter. Yeah. Um, okay. What's it called? Penelope had hit a cutter. To almost win, I don't remember the first match at all. Uh, I'm sh- there was probably a cutter in there. I don't know. There might not have been a cutter in the first match, but I mean, to be fair, like you can say the same thing about DDTs. You don't really. Like, see, you know what? You don't see DDTs as much as you used to. You could definitely say that. Oh, in, I disagree in the late wholeheartedly. 90s. I, I don't disagree know. wholeheartedly. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of wrestlers like finishers or DDTs. E- either There's finishers or signatures. Or in signature. Is I'm not the saying so- DDT. that's okay either, yeah. but I'm just used to seeing that for so long that DDTs were so common. And maybe it's just because cutters are have been sacred and now they're not. Especially with Randy Orton RKO being so protected. I think it's just a nice shout out to DDP since he has like uh, ties to the. Company. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't need to see a cutter every single match. I would like some variety. That's all. <laughs> see what I think it's more. Of is I, I don't think see the issue. A- the majority of AEW's roster are all on the younger side, and I feel like a lot of it is like kids grew up. Like, not like kids, but like these wrestlers probably grew up watching like Randy Orton do the RKO. Yeah, and so it's kind of just like part of their repertoire now. I know. I just don't need to mm. see it every single match. I just wish it was. Yeah, like... no, that's that's fair. That's all. It's not like it's a, it's a bad. It's not like it's like the worst thing ever. It's just, you know, I like to, I like to shout it out every time I see it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I think, uh, I think uh, we we'll have to give Rob Boomer of the Week this week. Oh, oh no, Ooh, the Cutters. No, no, I already have our Boomer. I have my choice for Boomer of the Week. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's Joey. That will be. That will be. You might as well that, announce it. No, no, no. That's end. End of the show. End of the show. Okay. End, end of, the show. of the show. Okay. Um. Also worth noting that uh, Matt Hardy came out with Private Party here to continue their Hardy Party mm-hmm. thing, where Matt's like their new mentor, uh, which is nice. Um. And then post match, uh, one of the Private Party, I don't remember who it was, went over to the announce table, um, and uh, and that's where this whole thing happened, where Chris Jericho, what what did he throw water? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he got it on Orange Cassidy, and we got like a a brawl here. And yeah, if you want to, <laughs> not even with, a brawl. If you it, loose, Orange Cassidy walked away. Yeah, loose, loose. <laughs> it was a one man brawl basically, where where Chris Jericho wanted to brawl, and Orange Cassidy wasn't having any of it. Um, really nice I like stuff. How they though. held back uh, Orange Cassidy though. For Absolutely, no he wasn't even trying. To. <laughs> I see no issue with that. Uh, so good stuff. It's nice to see Orange Cassidy just. 
continually delivering. And Chris Jericho. Uh, mm-hmm. And so then uh, we got the announcement, yeah. I believe, where we found out that um, the Moxley situation has been changed. So two weeks from now, they're doing Fight for the Fallen as a TV special. Um, three in a row, baby. Yeah, three in a row. And so that's where Moxley versus Cage is happening now. Uh, I think the match will be good. I've said before, I think it's a little soon for this match. Because if Cage does not win, I think it could hurt him. Yeah. But we'll maybe see. Maybe Cage is going to win. Yeah, maybe. I think could. Cage, yeah, I I think think Cage, Cage is going to win. I just, yeah. At this point, I think he's going to win. I also think we it's a little see. soon for him being in the company just to get the world title immediately. But whatever. We'll we shall see. find out. Yeah. From what I've seen, um, he's really good. So Yeah, true. Uh so yeah, so Taz came out basically, cut a little promo here, uh had a nice shot at WWE that I liked, um, saying that uh about their testing situations. Uh so that was nice. He said that AEW is not a sloppy shop in Ooh. reference to WWE, um, you know, their whole testing situation and not testing and then having an outbreak. So uh, yeah, nice work from Taz. Taz continues to deliver week after week on these promos. The man is so good on the mic. Um, so just every week, just send Taz out on a microphone, and I will be a happy little boy. Uh, so yeah, good stuff. We're in two weeks from now. World title match should be a good time. And after this, we got our announcement of just running through the card for next week's Fighter Fest, night two, and that's where they announced the... The winner of Best Friends and Omega and Paige will face Private Party and that that was a number one contenders match. So that is the replacement title match for uh, the world title match on Fighter Fest. So it's nice to see that they balanced it out and added another title match. And I know some people were complaining that um, Kenny and Paige <clears throat> hadn't really been defending their titles. But like, remember, Paige wasn't on these shows. And since coming back, they've defended their titles now like five times. Yeah. So like, they've they're getting a lot it. of defenses in. And all mm-hmm. of them are really good so far. So I mean, that's to be he's got two of the best wrestlers yeah. in the on the on the roster slash in the world. That is true. Uh, and from there, we went to our main event, which was the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Best friends make their entrance, and it, they are driven into the arena <laughs> in a white minivan by Trent's mom. Trent's mom drives yep. these two to the arena, and she forces Trent to give her a kiss. A smooch um, on the cheek. Oh, so brilliant. And you could say that was a special entrance. Yeah. That was a special entrance. Oh, my Rob's God. Continues. It's so, it was so stupid, but it was so it was so fitting for them. It was just yeah, great. I absolutely. Love it. Big fan of that. Uh, and then, obviously, Paige and Omega enter. Can, still doing their separate entrances. So, you know, as expected. But, uh, yeah, uh, this was my match of the night. I really liked it. I'm like... I'm torn here because I really did want the best friends to win. But at the same time, I don't think it's time, obviously, for Omega and Paige to lose the titles. Uh, Especially because we saw here uh, FTR came out early on in the match and just brought out some chairs, some beer, and and watched from up towards the commentary desk. So it seems pretty clear what the direction is. Now, hold on. You bring this up. I said this. You bring this up, and that is where my Boomer of the Week comes in. Okay. Oh boy. So, and they, as they come out, uh, they they're bringing out their cooler, and Jr. is like, it says, "Who are these guys? What are they doing up here? Who will, who invited these guys to this show?" And Tony is like, "It's FTR," and he's like, "Who's that? Who are they?" 
like, please watch this. It's well, real someone weird. Someone forgot to tell and, Jr. That and then TRs. and then they then they bring they they have their cooler and they're clear. They they bring out beers and Jr. Again says, "Oh, it's FTR. They've got something in their hands." <laughs> and they and they offer offer the drinks and Tony says, uh, "Sorry, we're working here." And they sh- they say, "Okay." And then we come back and they show that all three of them have beers now in front of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? What if if you're you're claiming you can't drink because you're working? Why why have the beers on the table? Why have the beers on the table? And then uh, Jr. was like, "Oh, they, they, you know, they're drinking out here. They're drinking some substance. Uh, they gave Britt Baker Britt Baker a beer, and she 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 did something with it. And like, he was completely lost by this whole se- segment. So my boomer of the week goes to the original boomer of wrestling." The Boomer Sooner himself, <laughs> Jr. That's he fair. Is, yeah, I think that's fair. And, and you know, I he's leading the way for Boomer of oh, the Year. Absolutely. You know, there's some places know, that have like the Wrestler of the Week uh, standings, and like they give points out for that. Um, I think you should do this. I, I think you should keep track and do standings. Yeah, I mean, right now, yeah, for I believe, it. Uh, from what I remember, I have given him two Boomers of the Week. Um, uh, TNT I've, also has a boomer of the week. TNT, the entire you know Jericho show. is not far behind. Uh, he, I yeah. gave him one. Yeah, what's uh, your call? So. I was I was I was contemplating giving Jericho boomer of the week. Oh yeah, I mean I feel like he says uh, some stuff that yeah he yeah. he said he said some really weird things throughout this. Like he questioned who Orange Cassidy was originally, and then he was like, he's just <laughs> sitting there. Okay, Why well, to be fair, that's, that's, that's Jericho playing up his character. I wouldn't say it's yeah. a boomer thing. Anyway, uh, back to the match. <laughs> we don't need to go on a 10-minute rant about Jim Ross. Um, unless he's going lordy. Um, but, <laughs> so, I forgot I to check this, his Twitter. Oh, shit. Uh, so, yeah, this was, this was my match of the night. I really dug this from top to bottom. Uh, thought these guys have great chemistry, as expected. Uh, some really good near falls here where... Um, Best friends hit strong zero on Adam Page, and then Kenny Omega literally last second got in through the ropes and broke it up. Uh, there was a beautiful-looking awful waffle from Chuck. Uh, I love the name of that. That I always struggle to say the name. Um, and, and then uh, what happened? Uh, Hangman hit the dead eye, and Trent kicked out, and then they ended up winning with the buckshot. They didn't hit their tag finisher. Notice that. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, really good match. And then after the match, FTR come down to the ring. They have some beers for the boys. They hand them over. Uh, the uh, Paige gladly toasts them. Kenny toasts them, but Paige drinks with them, and Kenny Omega goes over over the rope and pours the bottle out. They yeah. don't like that. They don't like that this one bit. A, this was a pretty heel move by Kenny Omega. Well, yeah. he's a, he's straight edge. He doesn't drink alcohol. No I understand, excuse. but there's no a way excuse. to like politely say no, thank you. Yeah, um, you could say no, thank you. I don't. Them, drink. Or that's, that's the polite way to do it. That man littered or and get poured it, it all and over. Cheers, everybody, and then give it to Hangman because you know Hangman does not like. Yeah, to waste I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm sure they purposely did it that way. So you might be thinking, are the Bucks and Kenny going to turn heel? 
what I think this whole thing is potentially setting up is that when Hangman and Omega split, I think you're you might see Hangman pair off with the Revival or sorry FTR. And I'm fine the, with that. And the Bucks mm-hmm. and Kenny go back to being the elite, and so you'll have the the I guess the new elite where it's just Kenny the and the Bucks and then whatever FTR call themselves with Paige. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like that. I'd like that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what would everybody give this show? Rob, we'll start with you. Um, I give it a thumbs up. I thought everything was really good except for Cody and uh, Hager. I enjoyed it. Ryan. Uh, I'm giving it a thumbs up as well. Also, I just want to say my line of the night uh, was uh, Chris Jericho when he uh, when uh, Jake Hager looked at Arn Anderson for the first time when Chris Jericho yelled, "It's Wilson Brimley!" Uh, for anybody who doesn't know who that is, that is the guy from the commercials that says diabetes. Uh, and he does look <laughs> exactly like Arn Anderson. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, That is true. So that is that is what saved Jericho uh, from Boomer of the Week was because of that reference. Because oh, come on, was, that's just he was so fun good. tonight. He said some. Um, I like. You know, it's also commentary. interesting. Real quick, since we're just talking about Arn Anderson and things that are like Arn Anderson, um, have any of you seen the movie From Dusk Till Dawn? No, no, nope. can't say. Rob, okay, so I watched this the other night, and not going to make this long, but Harvey Keitel in that movie plays like a former, uh, pa- uh, like Southern pastor, and for some reason, I don't know what it is, but like the voice he does literally sounds like identical to Arn Anderson's voice, and it, like the entire movie, I was sitting there like is he doing an Arn Anderson impression, like that's not Harvey Keitel's voice. It's very bizarre, but it's just like. An, an interesting connection there. Anyway, Joey, what would be your rating of this show? Um, yeah, besides, like, like everyone agrees with me, um, Cody and Hager, uh, I would give it a thumbs up. Um, I feel like every other match on the card was solid to very good. Um, so, yeah, thumbs up besides that one match. And, Joey, what would be your Yikes. match of the night? Because we know what, we know what uh, Ryan and uh, Rob is. Uh, I'm going to go with the main event. Um, I think they had, I think they have amazing chemistry together. Um, I think all four of them are great. Uh, obviously Omega and Hangman Page are fantastic, but, uh, I think the best friends really, uh, you know, showcase their skills and their abilities and being attack, attack, a top tag team in AEW. Yeah. Agreed. Um, uh, I think eventually I they will capture the AEW tag champions absolutely down yeah, the road so. i do have to say i didn't know that uh chuck and kenny omega were for uh tag team in pwg yeah they brought uh, that up so, on commentary yeah i didn't know that so that was a cool little factoid so that also could explain the uh the good chemistry between them because you know trent was yeah. in uh new japan for a while Oh, Trent uh, and Kenny in New Japan, the one match they had for the U.S. title was chef's kiss. Um, yeah. For me, I would also give the show a thumbs up. Big thumbs down for Hager and Cody, uh, which, again, I still think is a shame because the other TNT title matches have been really solid. Um, but, yeah, thumbs up as a whole for the show. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Do we want to go over real quick the results from Great American Bash? Sure. Uh, mm. Yeah, sure. Why not? We can just say. All right, we, so we haven't we didn't watch, so we can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can say just like running running down the show. Uh, they started off with the fatal four way. Um, for well, not the fatal four way. I'm sorry. It was the elimination four way. 
gauntlet match. Um, so, so basically uh, a four-way. Yeah, uh, Tegan <laughs> Knox uh, w- wins by pinning Dakota Kai. Um, so she will be the next challenger for the champ, the women's champion Io Shirai. Yeah, it's a little surprising. I have yeah, so many very surprising. I have so many issues with that, but well, I'm not going to question it. Yeah, but yeah um, Timothy Th- uh, Thatcher uh, tapped out Oni Lorkin. Makes sense. N- no not shocking. There, I heard it was um, a very physical match. So yeah, I, would I assume, assume so. so. Yeah. Also, Rhea not surprising. Real Ripley uh, <laughs> tapped out. Robert Stone and Aaliyah at the exact same time <laughs> via the sharpshooter. Big shame. Uh, uh, Roderick Strong loses to Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis uh, submits uh, Roderick Strong in their as, strap match. Very as nice. he should. Um, that, uh, did he, oh, oh, did, do you know if he like rubbed his head? Uh, I don't know. All it says is that Bobby Fish gets involved throughout the match. Uh, he did not come God. out with anybody. Um but Bobby Fish would come out during the match. Um, and the finish is uh, that uh, Loomis gets Roddy up and slams him down into silence for the submission. Okay. Is um, that what it's called? Is that what the finisher's called? Into silence? I guess. I don't okay, know. Yeah, like, okay. Um, and then they had a prime target treatment for Keith Lee and Adam Cole. Uh, then El Legato del Fantasma set up a match between themselves, Drake Maverick, and uh, Breezango. So that's mm-hmm. something. That should be fun. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, I think Cameron, yeah, he has a really good look. Cameron Grimes uh, declined Damian Priest's uh, challenge um, and claims they will not be having that match next week. Uh, and that he oh. is the new number one contender for e- uh, both titles, no matter who comes out on top next oh. week. Um, and Sasha Banks versus Io Shirai. Uh, Io Shirai wins due to Asuka. Asuka oh. was hiding under the ring the entire match, came out uh, and hit the green mist to help secure... Uh, Aren't they Io to win? Yes. Um, Interesting. Also, uh, uh, <laughs> to go along with the car theme of the show, let me know that they did. Cu- they did have a special stage with car, like fancy cars and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha Banks drove out in a brand new Jaguar, like a twenty twenty. They said it was a twenty twenty one Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, very expensive car. Uh, and her dog, Luxury. Uh, Rio, Ryu, whatever. Um, I told you the, the dog thing was real, guys. Yeah. Um, so just saying that they had a shit ton of money to spend on the special thing that they announced one week ago. Uh, you know, not not for not for tests, test kits, or anything for longest time. Yeah. But, hey. That's um, uh, that is certainly something. They, and then they also uh, announced that Mia Yim versus uh, Candice LeRae in a street fight will happen next week. And like I said, that six man match. And you're forgetting uh, Mercedes Martinez will be in action as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, okay. Uh, we will be doing Fighter Fest again next week. So don't even worry if you're if you're listening for NXT. There's no reason to because we're not going to talk about it. 
Um, we'll go through the card again. We'll go through the card when things results, happen. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll sit here and say, oh my god, guys, I'm so shocked that the the winner-takes-all title, yeah, winner title match ended in a DQ or something. <laughs> I do have to say, I was Golly. Sure, I, I'm, I am shocked that they didn't have a DQ finish or Sasha winning. So I am well, su- you surprised know what? at that. It's, okay, but it was still a screwy finish. There yes. was somebody who wasn't supposed yes. to be there interrupting and literally costing yeah. somebody a match. When they're the faces. What? Yes. Anyway, that's that's something else. Uh, so yeah, we will be back with our New Japan coverage for the New Japan Cup tomorrow or whenever you listen to this. It might be up already. Who knows? Uh, kind of weird with the podcast world, but uh, yeah. we'll be we'll and be doing the, nights five and five also and six. Me and, uh, me and yes, I know, a, I know. Uh, we'll be doing nights five and six. It. The New Japan Cup. Ryan and Angela will be uh, will be talking Impact, and then after that, over the weekend, sometime or early next week, we will be doing night seven and eight of the New Japan Cup, and then likely we'll be doing one show for. Uh, the finals of the New Japan Cup, and then one for Dominion. So very busy week for us for podcasting, or two weeks, I guess. Yeah, but very exciting. Welcome to wrestling. It's a bunch yeah, of good wrestling coming right back. Now. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, though, I'm excited. New yeah. Japan's killing it lately. Um. So yeah, that's going to be it for this Fighter Fest episode. We will be back with our Fighter Fest coverage next week as well. So you know, yes. obviously, that's a given. Look forward to it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Be sure to follow us over on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. All those links can be found in the episode description below. And besides that, thanks for listening.